and welcome to the Creative Christians Chat Show. I'm Brendan Conboy, the dog in the pod. This show is bursting with creative stories, ideas and inspiration with a Christian perspective. So let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the Creative Christian Chat Show with me, Brendan Conboy, the dog in the pod. All by myself today, I'm afraid. No guest. Uh, You have to put up with me. But I'm going to be talking today to you about fear and specifically overcoming fear. Now, as creative people, I believe we all can, uh, can have a problem sometimes with fear. We are faced with fear sometimes. I recently read a blog about imposter syndrome. Uh, And if you don't know what that is, uh, it's when you believe that you aren't good enough for the task in hand. It might start with low self-esteem and self-belief. Then the beast of doubt grows and manifests as fear. Fear of being found out. Your fear of of inadequacies being revealed and your imperfections being on display. And then you start to feel like an imposter. That's where imposter syndrome comes in. But this is a lie and impossibly even a curse. And I'm speaking from personal experience when I say that. Often one small throwaway comment from someone can topple us if we accept it. I now work hard to reject any negative comments and thoughts that people might throw my way. And when I read that blog that I mentioned, I immediately said to myself, no, I don't accept that. And then within a week, a Christian friend made a comment that really upset me. And I mean, it it unsettled me. Even though I tried to reject it and brush it off, it hurt. And it filled me with doubt and fear started to creep in. I shared my feelings with a few Christian friends. It, and then when I did that, it helped in, in a small way to alleviate some of my fears. It made me then, I started to look at some biblical principles of how we can conquer fear. So if you're interested, keep listening. If you're a Christian creative, I've already said that um, we can often struggle with imposter syndrome and fear and it can hold us back. It certainly has with me. And it prevents us from writing that book or singing that song or performing on stage or expressing ourselves in various art forms. So we stay where we feel comfortable at the bottom of our metaphoric boat with a a metaphoric comfort blanket wrapped around us. When Jesus walked on the water and told Peter to come to him, he achieved the impossible. Peter achieved the impossible. As long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he was safe. But when he looked down and looked at the water, he started to sink. We can read in 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, 
but of power, love and a sound mind. I learnt this verse a long time ago from a song. It's a great scripture to stand on when you're faced with fear and doubt. And I would encourage you to to try and learn this line of this song because it's kind of like a mantra to me. And it goes like this. It says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. If you like that song, check it out. It's probably on YouTube or somewhere, but that's how I learned that verse. And that is one of the things that helps to keep me going and keeps me safe from imposter syndrome most of the time. But let's take a, a brief look at seven different biblical principles that will enable you to overcome fear. Number one is understand and realise that God is with you. Understand and realise that God is with you. Uncontrolled fear may lead to spiritual growth retardation. Let's call it that. Instead of moving forward with your faith, you actually stay stay where you are. You stay in your comfort zone. Thankfully, the Bible tells us in Isaiah 41.10, it says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Now, if God protects us from all forms of harm, why should you fear? Why should we fear? Why do I fear sometimes? If God is on your side, on my side, what can man do to you to harm you? The same sentiment of uh, of that verse in Isaiah is expressed in Psalms 23. It's really well known. It says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Imagine this for a second. God is with you. The same God who is the supreme ruler of the entire universe. The same God who made the heavens and the earth. The same God who holds all the power to protect you. Will you still be afraid if you think about it? Should you be afraid? The logical answer should be no, but it's easier said than done, isn't it? That's why you need to continue listening to the other six biblical keys in this podcast. Number two is trust in God. On every dollar bill in the United States, you can read the words, in God we trust. But do we really believe that? Do all American people that, that hold that dollar bill and spend it, do they really believe it? Do we really put our trust in God? Do we do that on a daily basis? 
Here's a thought. Every opportunity to fear something is also an opportunity to trust God. I'll say that again. Every opportunity to fear something is also an opportunity to trust God. So fear is an opportunity to surrender everything to God's hands. We must trust him that all things work together for good as long as we are doing our part according to Romans 8.28. That's what it says. All things work together for good so long as we're doing our part. We can read in Psalms, I love the Psalms, <laughs> we can read in Psalms 56 verses 3 to 4, it says, Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? You know, in most cases, when we are afraid, we are powerless. We really can't do anything about most of, of the things that we fear. You can't control terrorism or plague. You can't prevent natural disasters from destroying the place where you live. You can't prevent death from knocking on your door. It says in Hebrews 9.27, it is appointed for all of us to die once. We can't prevent it. So why fear it? Why should we fear? Instead, just surrender your fear to God and trust him we're talking about trusting God that he will do what is best for you trust him in your creativity he made us in his image therefore he made us to be creative so trust God and overcome that fear so that's trust God number two number three is Seek God's peace. You know, fear brings turmoil to our hearts and our minds. And when we're filled with so much fear, we, we can't think properly. You know, I've, you've been there, I've been there. We have a constant dread with the thought that things can, can and will go wrong. But here's a question. Is that faith? Is that really faith when we live with that fear and dread? Jesus said in John 14, 27, this is reading from the Amplified Version, he said, Peace I leave with you, my perfect peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. Fear and peace are contrary to each other. You can't have both peace and fear at the same time. You are, you are either peaceful or fearful. So peace can extinguish fear, just like light can extinguish darkness. 
The peace that Jesus brings originates from him. It's not something that you ordinary, ordinarily get from the world. For most people, peace is the absence of conflict or war. That's the dictionary definition. But for God, peace is having an intimate and close relationship with him. Peace is having God in your life. Peace comes from the assurance and belief that God is always in control. When you are filled with this type of peace, then you can cast away fear from your heart. Isn't that amazing? Number four is be filled with love. And we, we can read in 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, really well-known verse, it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. That's 1 John 4, 18. God is love. And as Christians, we need to be filled with his love. When fear is cast out, it could easily return unless we fill that void with God's love. The moment that our love wavers, that's the same moment that fear starts to creep in again. When love prevails, fear stops existing. When love overcomes, fear is suppressed. And when love reigns, fear is banished from our lives. It's the power of love. Number five on the list is fear God instead. Fear God instead. What's all, what's all that about? We're talking about overcoming fear, but to fear God is different. As Christians, we should fear God. Let's look at what the Bible verses say. We can read in Ecclesiastes 12, 13. It says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and help his commandments, for this is man's all. And in Proverbs 14, 27, it says, the fear of the Lord is the fountain of life to turn away from the snares of death. But what does fearing God really mean? Fearing God means that we must respect and revere him in awe. Fearing God doesn't cripple or paralyze us, but rather it keeps us from sinning. When we fear God, we submit to him and his will, and therefore we choose to follow his commandments and the ways that he has for us. Number six says, be strong and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. That's the sixth biblical principle. Take Moses, when he died uh, and Joshua stepped into the leadership role, the Israelites, they were afraid. 
They didn't know whether Joshua could feel Moses' boots. They didn't know whether he would have the same authority of leadership that they saw in Moses. And Joshua, for that reason, Joshua needed some encouragement. The people, they also needed some sort of reassurance from God. So in Joshua 1, you can see the command, be bold and of good courage, repeated three times. Be bold and of good courage. It's a, it's a significant uh, statement. If you look at Joshua 1, verse 9, it says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is wherever you go. <laughs> this verse reminds me of another song uh, that I learned many years ago. I love songs that, that actually help you to remember Bible verses. And this song, it, it goes like this. Be bold, be strong, for the Lord your God is with you. Be bold, be strong, for the Lord your God is with you. I am not afraid, no, 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 I am not dismayed, not me, because I'm walking in faith and victory. Come on, walk in faith and victory, for the Lord your God is with you. That's enough of that now, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, that song helps me to remember that we need to be bold and be strong and that the Lord our God is with you in the same way that he was with Joshua. Don't be weak, be strong in the Lord. Obtain your strength from God. You know, one of my favourite verses and one of the verses that of what I would say is one of my foundational verses is Nehemiah 8.10. It says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So if you want his strength in your life, and, and that's the strength to overcome the fears that we face, to overcome imposter syndrome, then you've got to be asked, you've got to ask God to be filled with his joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. That's what it says in Nehemiah. Ask God to give you his joy and you will be filled with his strength. And the last one in the list, the last biblical principle is number seven, pray to God. And this might sound obvious, but how often do we do this as the last thing? It should be the first thing that we do, but it's, it's here in the seventh, seventh place on this list to prove a point. <laughs> Don't put prayer as the seventh thing on your list. Put it in number one. And I hope you remember that. In prayer, we can surrender all fear to God. And we can do, we can only do so much. There's comes a point in our lives that we are powerless. The situation is beyond our control. And all that we can do is present our fears in the hands, we can place those fears into the hands 
of our Heavenly Father. Psalm 34, 4, verse 4, tells us, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all of my fears. This is David speaking when he was afraid and his fears were too difficult for him to handle. His mind was tormented by worry. And if it's good enough for David to pray out like that, then it's good enough for all of us, isn't it? Let's just have a quick recap and then I'm going to tell you a story. Number one on the list was understand and realise that God is with you. Number two is trust in God. Number three is seek God's peace. These are the things you need to do if you want to get rid of that fear and overcome imposter syndrome. Number four is be filled with love. Remember, perfect love casts out fear. And God is love. Number five, fear God instead. Fear God instead of fearing everything else. Number six is be strong and of good courage. And of course, number seven is pray to God. It should be number one. I'm going to tell you a story uh, about a a tightrope walker who was famous in 1859. His name was Charles Blondin and he was famous because he he walked on a tightrope 160 feet above the Niagara Falls several times back and forth between Canada and the United States and as huge crowds gathered on both sides they looked on with shock and awe. He once crossed over in a sack and another time on stilts and another time on a bicycle crazy stuff eh and once he even carried a stove and cooked an omelette this 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 man was bonkers but he was very very talented so on the 15th of july in 1859 Charles Blondin did something different. He walked backwards on his tightrope to Canada. And when he returned, he was pushing a wheelbarrow. He pushed it whilst he was blindfolded, blindfolded because that is the showman that he was. And then, being the showman, he asked the crowd... Do you think I could push a person across? And they all, the crowd were hyped up and they shouted, Yes, yes, you can push a person across. And they watched and they oohed and ahed at all of his, his stuff. There was no doubt. They had no doubt that he could push a person across. So then he asked for a volunteer to get in the wheelbarrow and take a ride across the falls with him. The crowd went silent, a silent hush, and not one person came forward. 
They believed, but they didn't have the faith. They believed, but they were fearful for their their own lives, for themselves, and what might happen to them. There was, a few days after that event, Blondin's manager did get in the wheelbarrow and he was pushed across. No, it wasn't the wheelbarrow. Blondin's manager was carried across on Blondin's back. Yeah. So he overcame some fears to do that. I'm going to leave you with this. You could, you could take it as a prayer if you like. Do not be afraid. It is time to step out of your comfort boat and walk on your water. It is time to have faith and step into that wheelbarrow, your wheelbarrow. It is time to fully embrace the creative spirit that God has placed inside of you and to allow God to use you. It is time to overcome the fear that holds you back, that tells you that you are an imposter, that you are not good enough. It's time to overcome that. It is time to start believing in yourself, to believe that God will give you the strength, to believe in a God that says you can do. If you've been listening to this podcast, know that you can do. You got this. You can do it. You can overcome fear and that imposter syndrome. God believes in you. So it's time for you you to start believing in you. You can do. Thank you for listening to the Creative Christians Chat Show. It's been great having you here with me today. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. I'm Brendan Conboy and you can find me at brendanconboy.co.uk where you can buy me a cup of coffee if you like to support me and my creative work. Follow me also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. For now though... God bless and goodbye.